I'm not saying that Portland is a town full of know-it-alls, but we do have a lot of trivia nights in this city. Pretty much any night of the week, you can gather a group of friends and test your knowledge on everything from ancient history to pop culture. And today is National Trivia Day. So in honor of this very real holiday, today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Bo Bohannon, the co-founder of Untrapped Trivia, which has been voted the best trivia night in Portland the last two years in a row. Bo is telling us what sets our city's trivia scene apart and a few tips to help lead your own team to victory. It's Thursday, January 4th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Can I tell you my personal journey to loving trivia? Yes. Okay. So I used to be intimidated by trivia nights because I was worried about not even looking dumb, but feeling dumb. Like just be, like going and being like, oh my God, everyone knows stuff and I don't. Is that normal? Are people like more adventurous than I am when it comes to not knowing stuff? <laughs> I think having that feeling is normal, but the big thing about trivia, it's like, Yes, you're going to compete. You want to win. And you, no matter your depths of knowledge, there's going to be things you don't know. And there's going to be things that you do know. And both things are completely okay. I think in the aspect of trivia is losing the mindset of like, oh my gosh, I might not know anything that's about to be asked. I think you should go into a trivia night and kind of set expectations aside and be like, okay, I'm going to know something, but I might not know everything. Yeah. So what, what is your trivia origin story? Because I heard that you used to hate it. Yes. Uh, so I was just kind of like you. I would go to bar trivias and I'm like, oh, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I do, but I don't know that question. Like, give me a musical theater question. We can do this. But, like, when it comes down to broad history topics or this, it wasn't my thing. And so I, my partner and I and a group of friends, we used to hang out at this bar called Untapped on North Skidmore Interstate. And I was like, you know what? Let's start a trivia night. And come to find out, I was better at hosting trivia and entertaining people <laughs> than actually playing trivia. Um <laughs> And that's just kind of how it all started. You've been hosting for how long now? Seven years. Oh, my. So from being like, I hate trivia nights to being like, seven years, I'm, this is what I do for fun. This is what I do. And like, I look forward to every single trivia night I get to host. And what are some of your favorite ones? Do you have like a top three other than yours? Top three trivia nights. Obviously, untapped trivia. Also check out our local groups. Mm -hmm. You have Shanrock Trivia. You have Rain Brain Trivia. You have Stumptown Trivia, Bridgetown Trivia, all great local companies producing wonderful content and creating great communities. You have your options. So not necessarily top three, but if you got five to check out, mm -hmm. I think I just named five, uh, check them out. Cool. We'll list them. And I was also wondering, when you go to different towns, do you ever, like, drop into their trivia nights and see what's going on? Absolutely. Mm. So I've played trivia in Texas. I've played trivia in Oklahoma. I've played trivia in Palm Springs. And they're so different compared to what we do here in Portland. 
Tell me, like, what's so different? What's so special about Portland trivia? We're <laughs> weird here in Portland. And I think that's what makes us great. I mean, the saying, keep Portland weird, it exists. And I think our weird is our beauty here in Portland. But what, like, what is it? Like, if I were to go to Palm Springs trivia and then go to your night, like, what's so different about these nights? I'm not saying the format is weird. Okay. Um, so our Portland trivia groups have created literally the formats from one trivia night to another here in Portland are completely different. Mm -hmm. No one uses the same format. Some of them old school pen and paper, some of them on your phones. But these other trivia nights I went to in other cities, I went to one and the event lasted for three hours. No, that's too long. And they only asked (laughs) six questions in total. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, how long is this event? Did we really only ask or get asked six questions? And so, like, the format is what shocks me mm-hmm. when I go to other cities and states. What about the vibe? Do you think the vibe is different in Portland? Oh, the vibe is always going to be different. I mean, even in Portland, your vibe is different from one trivia night to another. Mm-hmm. And you go to trivia in a different state. I mean, obviously, the vibe is going to be a little different than Portland. Yeah. A lot of the trivia nights are more like a community gathering. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but it it feels like when my friends, when they do this, it's like they have their trivia friends. It's like, oh, no, no, that's just my trivia buddy. And he knows this thing, you know, and so we all we, we all go in together. And it feels like in Portland, that's like a really big deal. Like, we're just like a big trivia loving town. And there's so many of them. Like what? If someone was trying to come in, you know, and just being like, hey, I want to make friends. I want to start figuring this out. Like, do you have any specific trivia nights that you're like, this is a good entry level for there's a bunch of other people that are also looking for buds to do trivia with? Yeah. I think when you are looking to attend a trivia night in, because Portland is such a creative community. And just like you said, each trivia night forms its own community. Number one. Where are you going? Are you going to a beer bar? Are you going to a full bar? What's the environment? And then look at the trivia nights you're going to. So I can break trivia for Portland down into three groups. So you have local organizations or local groups um, like Untapped Trivia, where we're here in the community. We live in Portland and we've started these communities at different establishments. You have your local companies, and then you have business and staff operated trivia nights. So you go to a bar and they're funny, loving bartender. They're just doing it for fun to create the community at their bar. And then you have the other group, which is national companies. So Mm. these are trivia nights that you hear about anywhere in the U.S. and outside of Portland. And All three different groups or segments or companies, however you want to say them, all provide something different and individualized to itself. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, more on Portland's trivia scene. I don't know if any of the producers told you, but, the, the, you know, we're considering actually hosting a trivia night. You know, can you give us some tips on running a good trivia night? Be entertaining on the mic. Um, be, if you're a trivia host, feel free to be goofy. And, like, if you embarrass yourself on the mic, 
even better because it's going to make people laugh. So being funny, being creative, having rules for the trivia night is great. And like, they could be simple rules. I know I have two main rules and my biggest rule is, hey, I'm your trivia hostess of the mostest right now. I might not know everything. And sometimes with writing these questions, I'm human and I might make a mistake. And instead of like yelling <laughs> at your trivia host because you think it's wrong, just simply raise your hand and be personable. Number two, I think old school pen and paper. That's where it's at. Our phones and our devices are just extra limbs to our bodies these days mm -hmm. ever since the pandemic. And just like untapped trivia, we pass paper around. We're writing our answers down at the end of the round. We're rotating cards. That helps build the community and the fun in it. You know, it it just gives us a chance to disconnect and actually use our mind. Have you ever caught anyone cheating? I'm curious. Yes. Multiple <laughs> what did times. you do? What did you do? What and did it, you do? Well, so I leave it on the trivia teams to kind of watch each other. Now, at some of my trivia nights, I allow the other trivia teams, if they see someone on their cell phone, that other team can go over to that team and swipe their scorecard to collect their Ooh. points. And it's only happened like four times um, <laughs> over the past year and a half that I've been having this little fun. Mm -hmm. And it, it's so funny every time it happens because then the entire bar is focused around these that cheaters. one team. <laughs> and like, no, I wouldn't say cheaters. cheaters. They just, they feel embarrassed. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, everyone, let's have a round of applause. Let's build this team up. I know someone just got a text message from DoorDash that their, their delivery is about to show up or something silly. But you know what? Hey, it's a game. It's a competition. So have a little bit more competition built into it, you know? Yeah. So you haven't banned anyone is what I'm hearing. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, gosh, I've never banned anyone from trivia. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. We got a boat. We got the answer. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay, what about forming like a perfect team? Like, do you need someone who's just like pop culture or just science or like who, who are the, the pinch hitters that you would need? Well, I think forming the perfect team does come down to diversity and different people's knowledge. Mm -hmm. So obviously my partner, great at music, especially disco hits, 80s, 90s. He can even go back to the 50s and 60s in his head. So having your music person, and then you have your pop culture person who knows the hippest of the hip or what superstar just had a baby and why did they call their baby this or that? Um, and then you got to have your bookworms, individuals who history or individuals who like math in doing math. And second about forming the perfect trivia team is how many people are on your team. Bigger is not always better. So I see trivia teams that are two people. And then I see trivia teams that are sometimes six, seven, eight people. And sometimes those larger teams have a lot of disagreement mm. for each question. And so as we're reading the answer, all of a sudden, 
that large team will just get a little noisy because someone had the answer, but they got outruled yeah, by yeah. the large team. Are there any good nights that you would suggest for people who, who don't have a team and are just getting into it? Someone who doesn't have a team, listen up. This is for you. Feel free to make conversation. Sometimes your trivia hosts will put you with another group of people. I will say trivia is a great spot for a first date because you're just answering the questions. You're not having to ask each other questions to really get to know each other. The host kind of brings the date together. So that's, so you're just like, hey, how about you just do a first date at a trivia night? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's great. I've had trivia couples mm. meet from other teams. They're now married with kids. <gasps> and so like, I'm telling you, trivia can make some love blossom as well. Have you had trivia proposals? I've had two trivia proposals. Oh my God, really? <laughs> my favorite, uh, it wasn't a proposal, but uh, there was a group of trivia folks that played trivia for with us for years. And then when COVID happened, we went online. Well, one of the individuals goes, hey, so no one and no one in my friend group, not even my husband knows I'm pregnant. And can you tie in a question to be like, guess who on this team is pregnant? And then their faces just like all at once, like started looking at each other. But it was a great way to do an announcement. Super fun. Okay, nice. Okay, so if someone wanted to come in strong and was going to try and do some research ahead of Trivia Night, I don't know, <laughs> just like, I don't know if people think this way like I do, where you're just like, I'm just going to practice facts, you know? Um, what would you suggest? Is there anything or you're just like, nah, man, you just drink a beer and you hope for the best? You know, drink a beer and hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> you never know what questions you're going to get. Uh -huh. For the exception of if you're going to a trivia night and they flat out say it's Disney trivia, it's they give you a theme, it's 90s music trivia, 2000s trivia, do a random Google and be like 90s trivia questions. And you know, maybe study up a little bit that way. Yeah. Well, you know, before we wrap up, I uh, was told that your specialty knowledge lies in Broadway trivia. And even though you say that in Portland, you're more of a host, I was wondering, would you play a little trivia with me? Like we put together some questions, three questions. Oh, they're going to be super hard, aren't they? No, they're not. They're Broadway. Okay. All right. Okay. Rob, who is a puppet, angrily denies that he is gay by singing the song, My Girlfriend Who Lives in Canada, in what Broadway musical named after a thoroughfare in New York City's Brooklyn Borough? The internet is really, really grand. <laughs> I'm not going to say the rest of it because we're on a podcast, but Avenue Q. Nice. Perfect. If I had a battle, it'd be like ding, 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 ding. Okay. Thank you. Second one. The antics of sailors who have 24 hours of shore leave in New York City are the premise for what classic 1940s Broadway musical with music by Leonard Bernstein? On the Town. Yes. Perfect. You got it. Okay. Perfect. Last one. What 1960 Broadway musical is based on the life and times of American philanthropist and survivor of the 1912 sinking of the Titanic, Margaret Brown? I wanted to say Titanic the musical because I know it exists out there, but um, ooh, I actually don't know this one. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Have you heard of that one? I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, you know, two out of three ain't bad. Oh, yeah, you know. 
I, I will take whatever points I can get. <laughs> I mean, like I always get to say to everyone else who attends Untapped Trivia Night, no matter what you place, you're always number one in my heart. So I'm believing two out of three, I'm still number one in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bo. Well, same in mine. How about that? Number oh, one in, in both our hearts. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me and just uh, to talk through the Portland trivia scene, which is something that I'm still kind of figuring out. And we're not we're not joking. Like we really do want to do like a city cast Portland trivia. So we might start bugging you with more questions. Well, if you ever want to do it, reach out. We're here to help. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend, rate, or leave us a review. It really does help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's. <laughs>